Well, if you have your Bibles now, I want you to turn to Mark chapter 12 as we once again are diving into our series of loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I want to ask you this question. What do you think of when you think of the word strength? Maybe you think of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, that is one strong dude, right? Or maybe you think of one of those guys in the strongest man competition pulling an airplane. Have you seen that? I mean, that is just incredible. Or maybe you think of you guys that go to the gym. One of those guys, you know, got the whole rack full of weights and he's squatting like a thousand pounds. Now, I've never done that, but I've seen it. It's actually, it's just absolutely incredible. Maybe that's what you think of when you think of strength. You know what I think of? I actually think of my dad. Now, my dad was physically strong, but you know, he was even more strong in his character. He was really strong in his resolve. And I think that's a little closer to the idea that is on God's heart when he says that we should love him with all of our strength. Let's jump into this tonight. We are in Mark chapter 12, verse 28. Follow along as I read. It says, Then one of the scribes came, And having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked, which is the first commandment of all? Now remember, there were 613 commandments in the law of Moses. And then there was what we call the Big Ten the Ten Commandments. And so this scribe, this guy who spends his whole life just in studying scripture, comes to Jesus and he goes, hey, I want to know what you think is the, the biggest, the greatest of all the commandments. It's a really interesting question. I love how Jesus responds. Verse 29. Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. This is the first commandment, and the second is like it, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. You know, when Jesus says that we're to love the Lord, our God, with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, I want you to to realize he's not being redundant. Or in other words, he's not, you know, saying the same thing four different ways. Or he's not saying, you know, there's four ways of saying the same thing. He's, he, what, what he's really saying to us is this. I want you to love God. God wants us to love him with our whole person. And that's really been the focus of this series as we have each week, we've been breaking down what each one of those ideas, each one of our whole person, what it means for us to love God. And so we saw that with the heart, it spoke of our passion, our desire, that which we would call our priority, the heart being mission control of our lives. With the emotions, we, we talked about that it, that it meant, or with the soul, we talked about that it meant our emotions or our personality. Last week, we talked about the mind. 
Talking about our intellect, our, our mental capacities. It's how we think and what we think about. And, and it also involves loving God with our understanding of who he is. But tonight, we're going to talk about what it means to love God with our strength. And we could define that in this way as our actions, our energy, and our talents. Literally, the word strength means to love God with our muchness. Our muchness. And as I mentioned tonight, I have a few friends that are joining us to kind of help me in the teaching, to give a little bit of insight in their own unique way of what it means to love God with all of our strength. So right now, we're going to go to my good friend, the new lead pastor of the Applegate Christian Fellowship up in uh, Applegate, Oregon, Ben Corson. Here's Ben. Hey, Calvary Vista, Ben Corson here of Hope Generation. I am so excited to talk to you about what it means to love the Lord your God with all of your strength. Now, when Jesus said we're to love the Lord our God with all of our strength, he's quoting the great Shema. The word Shema means hear. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. The ultimate reality is indivisible. You can't divide the infinite. And he says you're to love the Lord your God, not only with all your heart, soul, mind, but also with all your strength. Now, what does that mean? In the original Hebrew etymological language, the word strength literally is translated muchness. So if you're being literal with the translation, it's love the Lord your God with all of your muchness. So when it comes to your time, your talents, your actions, your energy, you might say, I don't have a whole lot to give. I just have a few loaves and fishes. Will you watch what the Lord can do with a few loaves and fishes? He can do a lot with your little and he can turn your weakness into strength. So give him whatever muchness you might have, love him with that. And you watch how he'll use your talents as you stir up the gift that's within you to change the world. Hashtag no big deal, low key world domination. I love you guys and continue to love the Lord your God with all of your strength. Continue to love the Lord your God with all of your muchness because Jesus said the earth is taken by meekness, but the kingdom of heaven is taken by violence and the violence taken by force. We're going to be DEFCON 1, Navy SEAL Team 6, MI5, paratrooper, green beret, happy warrior, joyful soldier, heroic stoic. We're going to love the Lord our God with all of our strength as we're warriors for the kingdom of God. Man, I love that guy. Are you like pumped up now after watching Ben? I mean, doesn't he just get you pumped up and fired up? I just love when he, you know, comes to our church because he has just such a great way uh, of encouragement. And I love that Ben pointed out how many of us often feel that our muchness is not very much. We think that we're insignificant, that we only have a little. But Ben rightly pointed out that God can do a lot with your little. That five loaves and two fish doesn't seem like much when there's a multitude of people, but five loaves and two fish in the hands of Jesus is more than enough to feed a crowd of over 5,000 people. And remember, there were 12 basketfuls left over. Loving God with all of our muchness, with all of our strength. Now, great insight from Ben. But I want us now to, to hear, kind of on that same idea, another one of my friends, the lead pastor of Crossroads Community Church up in Vancouver, Washington, Daniel Fusco. Um, listen to what he has to say about this idea. What's up, Calvary Vista? Daniel Fusco here from Crossroads Community Church in the beautiful Pacific Northwest in Vancouver, Washington. I'm stoked that your pastor, 
my friend, guy I love and respect, Pastor Rob Salvato, is doing this great series on loving God, looking into the greatest commandment. And I'm excited to talk with you real briefly about what does it mean to love God with all of your strength. Obviously, this speaks about uh, our, our, the facilities of the body, uh, our actions and our energy and our talents. Someone said that one of the best ways to describe in the Hebrew, where Jesus is getting this from, that word strength with all of your muchness, with all that you have. And I think what it really means for me is that God is interested in an embodied Christianity, in an embodied spirituality. And what that means is that God has given us these bodies and these bodies are amazing uh, machines that, that we get to leverage for God's glory. And, and while Jesus was in the flesh, he always did those things that pleased his father. He didn't only have spiritual thoughts, but he lived out a spiritual life with all the resources that were in front of him, with his body, with the way that he used the gifts that God had given him. And in the exact same way, God does, he wants us to believe in him. But once we believe in him, he wants us to live at street level on the earth where everyone else lives in his name. And when we love God with all of our strength, really what we're doing is we are devoting our entire life, spirit, soul, and body to simply respond to Jesus. And when that happens, not only do we believe the gospel, but we actually begin to embody and live out all of the implications of what that means. The way we treat people, the, the, the things that we do with our, our finances and our resources, the way that we invest our energy into this world, it's different because our entire life is oriented towards Jesus. And I don't know about you, even as I'm saying this, I'm saying, God, I want to love you with all of my strength. So let's get into that together. God bless you all. All right. Awesome, Daniel. Love that guy. Um, great dreads, right? <laughs> you know, what's interesting is I love how he brought out that loving God with our muchness, it's that it's meant to be a full body experience. And I love the idea that he put in there that we get to leverage our bodies for God's glory. How do we do that? By responding to Jesus in every situation that he puts us in. And you know what? If we learn, if we learn how to respond to Jesus, it's going to affect our lives in every situation that we are in. Every encounter that we have, if we go through our life thinking that, hey, I want to love Jesus, I want to love God with my muchness, it will have an effect on every encounter that we have. So loving God with all of your strength, with all of your muchness, with all of your actions, your energy, and your talents. So awesome insights from Ben and from Daniel. That loving God is, with all of our strength, is loving him with our muchness, our actions, our energy, and our talents. And so here's what I want to do tonight. I want to take this out of this concept of just being a, or out of the, the realm of just being a concept in our minds, or out of the realm of this being a theology lesson, or a Sunday school concept, but I want us to begin to look at, at this from the angle, from the idea, what does this mean in our everyday lives? What does this mean for us at home, at work, and at play? 
And I have asked some of our Calvary Vista Church family to help me out with this tonight. And I've asked them each to share a two to three minute video sharing what it means for them to love God with all of their strength, with all of their muchness in their daily lives. And you know what? If any of you have ever wondered, you've been hearing us talk about Zoom Bible studies. If you've ever wondered about what our what one of our Zoom home fellowships looks like, tonight you're getting kind of a taste of what happens or what a Zoom fellowship looks like. And so if you enjoy this, I encourage you, get signed up for one of those studies. But I want to start off tonight with two great guys that are in our fellowship part of our Calvary Vista family, who are first responders. One of them works as a firefighter. The other one works as a police officer. And one of the things that I I just really, really love is that both of them share about how they approach their work as a way of loving God. The first guy we're going to hear from is Aaron Wyrick. Aaron is a police officer with the Oceanside Police Department. And then the second guy that we're going to hear from right after that is Justin Shray. Justin is a firefighter with the Huntington Beach Fire Department. And so uh, let's go ahead and hear from both of these guys. Hi, church family. My name is Aaron Wyrick, and I've been a police officer with the city of Oceanside for 12 years. And the way that I would say that I try to serve the Lord with all my strength at work is by just first and foremost realizing that I don't have any strength in it of myself. I have to rely totally and completely on the strength of the Holy Spirit that he provides me. And then I would say that the Lord has really given me the sense in the past few years of how to kind of serve with meekness at, at work. That's And meekness is that sense of, you know, authority and power, but under control. Uh, because like like everyone knows, you know, as police officers, we do have a certain amount of authority to um, to enforce the law and to, at times, take away people's freedom and all that. And when we come in contact with people, of course, there, it's, you know, probably at the lowest point of their life or one of the lowest points. And um, I, I just really like to try to treat people like you know, they're my equal. I, I Like, I don't have any authority over them. I just like to treat them with compassion and understanding and try to get try to get the story behind why they ended up in the back of my car, why they ended up in the position that they're in, and, and just look for those openings of when and where I can mention the Lord's name or ask them if they have any spiritual beliefs and just try to connect with them on a human level and just look for those opportunities to, to share the gospel with them, really. Um, and yeah, that's that's how I would say uh, I serve the Lord with all my strength at work. Thank you. Hey, Calvary Vista family. Uh, my name is Justin. Very excited to be recording this for you. I cannot wait to get back to church and see everybody. I don't mind sitting in my bedroom watching church on a TV, on <laughs> my computer, I mean, but it's not the same. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, once again, my name is Justin. Um, And I've been attending Calvary Vista for four years, if you don't know me or don't recognize me. I've been married for 14 years, I'm a father of five, and uh, and also I teach the four-year-olds in second service, so if you've seen me around, maybe that's why. Um, 
Uh, I'm recording this because uh, I wanted to talk real quick about the, the way I love God with all my strength at work. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a firefighter paramedic for the city of Huntington Beach. I've been working there since 2007. And um, so I guess one the, the most obvious but the easiest way to explain kind of how I get to like, love God with all my strength at work is every day is a little different. People are calling 911 for their worst day. No one's calling 911, or most people aren't calling 911 because they need a battery change in their remote or they can't sleep, which does happen. Most people are calling because someone's dying, someone's hurt, someone's injured. They're letting me into their home, and I literally get to be the hands of Jesus. I get to be the instrument through God's work, and it is absolutely incredible. It's, it's a feeling that I don't take for granted, and it's one of those things that as I get to impact an entire family's life sometimes by helping a family member, sometimes the person who called 911 isn't really even that hurt or that injured, but it's the family who, is, who we're taking care of in, in, in some cases. But um, it truly is an honor to go out and serve. And that is what the profession of a firefighter is, is just service. And so I get to go out and love God with all my strength at work every day. And I hope that's a decent enough example for you. Thank you. Now, did, did you catch in that video from Justin, the cat in the background? Wasn't that a crack up? If, if you missed it after the service, maybe go back and don't do it now, but go back and look at it again. That, that cat, you can actually hear the cat. Um, that was classic. But I love what Justin shared there, that a fireman shows up on a person's worst day. And Justin, he, the way he loves God with all of his strength is he goes into his profession, into his job, thinking that today I get to be the hands of Jesus. And he sees the job that God has given him, really his calling, as an honor and a privilege. I wonder, I wonder, what would happen if all of us looked at what God has called us to do, no matter where it is that he's placed us, if we looked at it, hey, today I get to be the hands of Jesus and what I'm doing is an honor and a privilege. You should feel that way. There's a lot of people right now who don't have jobs. But I love that. I love that insight. And then I think what, I love what Aaron shared. I think he shared something huge there. First of all, in, in, when he mentioned that it starts with realizing I can't do this without the Lord's help. That's like, boom, man. That is such a great comment that he makes. It's that Matthew chapter five principle, that, uh, chapter five verse three principle that you've heard me talk about many, many times. You know, there in the Beatitudes, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit. To be poor in spirit means to realize your utter dependency upon God for everything. And that's what Aaron is saying. Hey, I recognize I can't do what, what I'm called to do. I can't even do my job without the Lord's strength. And when we have that, you know, mentality, when we realize, when we realize that, hey, you know, I can't do this without the Lord's help, that's what being poor in spirit is. And it really opens us up then to receive the resources Resources of Jesus, our King. And so as a police officer, 
That's how Aaron approaches. That's the first thing. I love that. And I love the fact that he also shared that loving God with all of his strength involves meekness. Meekness, the definition of it, is power under control. And if you think about it, as a police officer, he has power. He has authority that has been given to him, but it's an authority not to be abused, but rather he seeks the Lord's help. He's asking God to give him compassion and understanding. I think the same thing is true for all of us. You know, as a husband, you have an authority that has been given to you by God. But it's an authority that is not to be abused, but it's an authority that as we yield ourselves to Jesus, that he enables us then. That part of loving God with all of our strength is he gives us compassion and understanding for our, our family. You can apply that you know, to those of you who are employers with your employees. I also loved how both of these guys shared that in loving God with all of their strength, all of their muchness, also means that they're looking for opportunities to share Jesus with people. Great job, guys. Thanks for sharing that with us. Well, next up, we have two people in our fellowship who are both employed in the healthcare profession. We have Ed Dockerty. Ed is a, uh, uh, he drums in our worship team. He's one of our worship leaders. Great guy. Love Ed. You'll recognize him. And then Rebecca Askew. And Rebecca is also in the healthcare profession. And Rebecca has been one of our high school counselors for at least 15 years now. Great gal. And I love what both of them have to say about loving God with all of their strength in the profession that God has placed them. So check out Ed and Rebecca's video now. My name is Ed Doherty. Uh, I want to share a little bit about what it means to love God uh, with my strengths, talents, energy, and action in my profession. So I'm an occupational therapist. Uh, I work in nursing homes, assisted living facilities, um, Alzheimer's and dementia units. Um, I help people recover from strokes, uh, hip replacements, um, fractures, and numerous other diagnoses. Um, every day I get the opportunity to show my love for God and his love working in me as I try to bring comfort to people who are hurting physically, um, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Um, one example that comes to mind is uh, one of my patients had an extensive back surgery, couldn't walk anymore. Uh, he was bedridden. And um, my love for God uh, working through me, he equipped me with the strength of compassion and patience. Um, I consistently washed uh, this gentleman's feet, uh, lotioned his feet um, every day. Um, and eventually these actions led to conversations um, that gave him the opportunity to eventually accept Christ. Um, I've incorporated uh, the talent of music and drumming uh, into my treatment sessions with my patients, um, brings them joy. Uh, they actually do much better when I play drums with them so it's incredible. Uh, but one of my favorite things to do is to lead worship and to drum. Um, 
to fill the body with joy, um, to keep moving forward. Um, so what I've learned is that we can show our love for God in the seemingly insignificant things that we do on a daily basis. God bless you guys. I love you guys. I can't wait to see you again. Hi, everybody. My name is Rebecca Askew, and I'm a physical therapist. And loving God with all of my strength in my profession starts out with um, what he's done in me. So he has changed my heart from the inside out, and he's gifted me with compassion. <laughs> it's definitely a gift. It wasn't there before. Uh, discernment and, I think, empathy. Also, uh, the gift of encouragement and hope. And in my profession, I work with people who've had their lives altered. Sometimes some of them are paralyzed and will never walk again. Some of them have experienced a traumatic injury that's taken them out of their college sports or their high school sports. Uh, some of them have had an event happen where they can't use their arms again and everything is uh, so unknown. So I get to be the just the eyes and the ears and the hope for them through loving God with all of my strengths. So he encourages me. He's given me discernment to be able to, to review the literature, to understand what the best practice are out there, to be able to implement that with my clients. I know where they're going to be in a few months because I know what goes before them based on my experience. So I can encourage them with that. I can give them hope that they're going to surf again. They're going to walk again, potentially, or run again or whatever it is. Um, and so that is a great way I get to love the Lord with all of my strength is really lean on him and have him help direct me. Sometimes he gives me the ability to love him with all my strength by kicking them in the tush a little bit. And sometimes uh, loving him with all my strength looks like being able to use my time and my resources for him. So one of the funnest things I get to do is to take people back in the water to surf again on my own time and also to volunteer in medical clinics across the world. So I'm super stoked to be able to love the Lord with all of my strength at work. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for sharing with us. I want you to notice what, what Ed said there, that loving God with all of our strength. I thought, this, I thought this was so insightful. Check it out in case you missed it. He said that loving God with all of our strength happens in the seemingly insignificant things that we do on a daily basis. Wow. That's a tremendous insight. That tells us that this whole thing is really all a matter of perspective. Am I doing this, what God's called me to do? Am I performing the job that he's given me? Am I doing it to, for God's glory? Am I doing it for God or am I doing it for a paycheck? Am I doing it for the Lord or am I doing it to, to please others? It's great insight. And when our perspective is right, in loving God, those seemingly insignificant actions then turn into opportunities. And that's when my job or, or my calling really turns into, into an adventure. 
Love that. Great insight from Ed. And then I think Rebecca brought up something else that I thought was really, really significant as well. She mentioned that the Lord gave her compassion and discernment and the ability to encourage others and even to bring hope. And I don't know if you caught this or even thought about this, but compassion, discernment, and encouragement, those are spiritual gifts laid out for us in the Bible. And so right there, you know, Rebecca's realizing, understanding that for me to love God with all of my strength is I'm using the gifts that he's given me. And like she mentioned, I didn't have those before. That's great insight. That's really powerful when we start to realize that God has gifted each of us with gifts, spiritual gifts that he's enabled us and given to us to do what he's called us to do. The question is, are we going to use those gifts for our glory or for his? It's sort of like what we see in the parable of the talents, where Jesus tells about a master who gives some resources some talents, they're called, to three of his servants. Those, those resources are in the way of talents and responsibility. Now, two of his servants used their talents, but one of those buried his. The two who used their talents were rewarded, and they were given even more responsibility, but the man who didn't use his, he, he had his taken away from him. You know, it reminds me of what we read in the very beginning of the Bible with the very first married couple, Adam and Eve. It's there that it says that God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. And then he gave them this commission to take care of the garden. I like to think of it in this way. It's really the, the commission that God gives to all of us that he says, hey, I want you to be fruitful and multiply and I want you to take care of, I want you to use what I have placed into your hands. That's our mission. So to, to find out what your mission is, simply ask this question. What has God put into your hands? That's your talents. That's the responsibility. Those are the things that he has made you a steward of. And he has given you, check this out, he has given you, he has given me everything that we need to fulfill that mission. The question is, is this. Will you use it? Will you use your muchness, your talents, your responsibility, your energy, your actions? Will you use that for the Lord? And if you do, you'll be rewarded. And, you, and one of the ways that you'll be rewarded is God will give you more. He'll bless you with more. I love how Rebecca pointed out, she's really a, a great picture of this, as she has used her talents that God has given her to care for people, and that's how she loves God, that God has opened up doors for her to then take those talents and use them globally all over the world. So great insight from Ed and Rebecca. Thanks, you guys, for weighing in on that. And so are we beginning to get this picture? You know, that loving God with all of our strength and what what it really means in a day-to-day basis? You know, I love the fact that Ed and Rebecca and Aaron and Justin, you know, they're all involved in the, uh, they're really what we would call first responders. And before we move on, I want to just pray for our first responders. Let's, Let's do that, okay? Lord, we just thank you for the men and women 
really in, in our area here as well as in this whole country, who are right on the front lines, first responders, caring for people, running into situations when a lot of other people would run out. And God, we pray tonight that you would just strengthen them. Thank you for Aaron. Keep him safe as he fights crime and serves our community. Lord, thank you for Justin. Keep him safe as he fights fires and cares for people. And Lord, we thank you for Ed and Rebecca and those other men and women, part of our fellowship, who are doctors and nurses and who really give their lives in caring for for others. God, strengthen them and give them all the grace that they need, especially during this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's continue. Let's move on here. So we continue to see what this looks like, this idea of loving God with all of our muchness, um, all of our strength, that what it looks like practically. And I, I've asked another brother, one, another one of the guys that leads worship for us, Kelly West. And Kelly West is involved in construction. And then after Kelly, we're going to hear from my son, Aaron Salvato, who is involved in graphic design and does a lot of stuff with media. And we're going to talk to them, or we're going to hear from them about what it means to love God. God with all of your strength. We'll start with Kelly. Here's Kelly. Hey, Calvary Vista. It's Kelly. Uh, I lead worship with you guys and, and uh, uh, something you may not know about me. I'm a total family man. I have a beautiful wife, Sarah, and I have six boys that drive me nuts. Um, but Rob has asked me to talk with you guys about uh, Loving God with all of our strength. Um, Loving God with all my strength started out uh, in a cabinet shop. I'm a woodworker. Uh, Loving God with all my strength was sanding door panels and uh, listening to John Corson every morning at 10 a.m. Seasons change. I went from asking the best carpenter who ever lived how to be a better carpenter. You know, Jesus... Uh, to now uh, overseeing job sites, superintending, um, and loving God with all my strength has definitely changed um, in my perspective. Uh, Loving God with all my strength now means building relationships with people who aren't saved, building relationships with people who um, don't know Jesus, building relationships with people... uh, who don't want to have a relationship, (laughs) quite frankly, and coming up with solutions. But one thing that I have been spoken to over the last week is that A, God, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. That's where our strength comes from. And and B, uh, the sooner that I can get to the end of myself and the end of my own strength, the sooner that God's strength can flow through me. Hey guys, this is Aaron Salvato, and I'm just here to talk to you for a moment about what it looks like to love God with your strength. You know, to me, that concept looks a lot like loving God with your talents, with your gifts, with your abilities. Every single one of you has been gifted by God with a uh, particular set of skills that you can use totally for the glory of His kingdom. One of the things I love about our God is He's a creative God. What does it say right there in Genesis chapter 1? In the beginning, God, what? Created the world. 
God is a master artist. We can see that from looking at a forest or the ocean or even the sky. For me, over the years, a big way of harnessing that creativity was through sermon prep. Ah, man, I just, I loved when I was teaching youth group, trying to come up with a, a sermon in a way that was creative and fresh. To me, I respond to things that are creative, and I, I think that a lot of people do as well. Over the last couple of years, the focus has shifted to things like building websites for missionaries and church planners around the world. And recently, it's led me into kind of uncharted territory, uh, starting a podcast network for Calvary Global Network called uh, the Good Lion Podcast Network. Every week, me and a team of awesome volunteers are just constantly trying to put out content that stimulates people's, not just their hearts, but their minds as well. And man, I love the feeling of putting together a piece of content that is both creative, but not just creative for creativity sense, but creative in a way that it makes people go, wow, who is this Jesus? Like, I want to know more about him. When I was really, really young, I used to dream of kind of taking that creativity to Hollywood. Uh, I wanted to go to film school. I wanted to become a director and a producer and an actor and all these things. You know, God ended up planting me right here at Calvary Vista where I was involved in youth ministry for many, many years. It was some of the best years of my life ever. But you know what? I'm so blessed that God still found so many outlets and ways for me to use the creativity that he's given me. And I'm so blessed to have it. Like, I love it. I wake up every day thinking, man, what what can I create? How can I make something that's beautiful and points people to Jesus? And there's nothing that brings me more joy than that. I just encourage you guys, like, whatever your ability is, whether it's painting or graphic design or dancing or theatrics or uh, puppetry or you know, whatever, God can use it. He can use the strengths that he's given you. And oh my gosh, I'm just talking about the arts. Athletes, you've got gifts too. <laughs> ah, God can use those as well. And he does. Just ask my dad. Um, that's his whole story. So anyway, uh, yes, love God with all of your strength. Use the things that he's given you, not just for yourself, not for your own glory or fame or whatever. Use them for the kingdom of God. There's nothing better than that. There's nothing that'll make you happier than that. Now, did you catch there what Kelly said in his video? It was very similar to what Aaron Wyrick, the police officer, said. That Kelly said this, The sooner I get to the end of myself, the sooner God's strength can flow through me. That is such a great insight. That in order to love God with all of our strength, we really have to get to the point where we're not relying on our strength anymore, but we're relying, relying upon what he has given us. And I love the fact that Kelly sees his job site as his mission field. And then I love also what Aaron pointed out, that our God is creative and that we are his workmanship, that we are his work of art. And and you've heard me say this before. I love that as I think about that verse there in Ephesians 2.10, that art is often the expression of the artist. And so if God is an artist, if God is creative, you and I get to be an expression of who he is as we love him with all of our strength. As we use our gifts and our talents and our actions and our energy, as we live our life, we get to be the expression of God in your sphere of influence. And it's seen, and I've seen that principle, 
of God, of loving God with our talents really carried out in my son Aaron's life. I've seen how God, you know, the parable of the talents where, you know, you, you use what you have and God expands it. I've, I've seen God use that in his life in an incredible way. A lot of you remember when Aaron in Brooklyn left here to move to Oklahoma City. The vision that God had given him was to go there and, and that he was going to make websites for missionaries and small churches. And I, I remember when he kind of shared this with me, I was thinking like, okay, <laughs> not sure that's going to work, but boy, did it. He has been able to bless so many missionaries and so many um, you know, small churches as he's made websites for their, you know, churches that look awesome, that they're like the website that we have here at Calvary Vista. He also is, but then it expanded as he had a couple churches that then hired him to do their graphics because they couldn't afford a full-time media person like we have here at our church. So they hired Aaron and they began to give Aaron jobs to do graphics for their church. And then he gets this idea to start this podcast network called the Good Lion Podcast Network that now, get this, hosts 37 podcasts that are reaching thousands of people every single day. And then it expands even more as the Calvary Global Network, based out of Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa, hires him part-time to work remotely as their senior strategist or web strategist and director of their podcasting. And so I I use that example to to just say, you know, here's Aaron. He had this gift. He had this talent. He says, I want to use this for the Lord. And he goes out and he starts doing one thing and he does that well. And God just begins to expand that into another thing and another thing and another thing to where on a weekly basis now he is impacting lives all over the world. And that's what happens when we love God with all of our strength. That's what happens when when we say, what has God put into my hands? What has he given me? What talent? What ability? And then we ask him, okay, Lord, this is what you've given me. I can bake or I can sew or I'm good at, you know, working on cars. And then you ask God this. This is how God takes your muchness and he expands it and he uses it. And you can use, you can love God with all of your muchness, with all of your strength. When you simply say, okay, God, how can I use this? How can you use this in my life? You ask him that question and watch and see what he will do. Well, I've got two more examples for us. We want to take it out of the workspace now. And I want to bring it into the home. So I've asked uh, one of the moms in our fellowship, Nicole Nakamura. She has seven kids. And I've asked her to share with us what does it mean for her to love God in her home with her kids, serving her kids, serving her husband. What, What does it look like for her to love God with all of her strength? Here's Nicole uh, Nakamura. Hi, Calvary Vista. We miss you guys so much. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Nicole Nakamura. My husband and I are raising seven kids in our house. They are 18, 16, 14, 12, 10, 7, and 3. And for me right now in my house, what loving God with all my strength looks like is a lot of late nights, um, a lot of helping kids with homework, a lot of cuddling with little ones, a lot of reading books, 
a lot of cooking, um, a lot of conversations that I think otherwise we would not have been having had we not been in the situation that we're in. Um, there's a lot of loving God with my strength in the area of self-control right now and uh, modeling behavior that I'd like to see from the kids and looking at the bright side and going back to what the word says. And I feel like at the end of the day, loving God with all of your strength has everything to do with actions and um, modeling those actions for your kids and modeling those actions for yourself and um, going to the word and getting fed on what those actions should look like on a day-to-day basis is just so important. And um, this is an opportunity for all of us to be refined, I think, in that area of um, loving God with all of our strength, because it does require a strength right now. I think a different strength than what we've all been called to do before. And so I think it's um, it's awesome that I get to do it in a house full of people who are always watching me and, uh, you know, the pressure's on. So praise God that he is allowing me to be refined as I am loving him with my strength Um, as an example to my kids. And um, I just encourage anyone out there who is feeling like they just, you know, are a little down right now. Oh, it is so God's strength. Um, Loving him with our strength, loving others with our strength. um, That is going to get us through this. So we can't wait to see you guys soon. All right. Thank you, Nicole. Great insight. Just hearing about the seven kids makes me kind of tired, but man, God has really given you a lot of energy, and I uh, I appreciate that about you. But I love what she says. What does it look like for for moms? Well, it's late nights. It's having to exercise self control. It's modeling behavior that's based on the word of God. Oh, I thought that was such a great point that she made that that I'm, you know, I'm seeking to do this not based on my own understanding, but what God's word tells me of what this is supposed to look like. And then I felt like that she had an amazing, huge insight when, when she said that this is her calling, but in her calling... She is being refined in the process. Did you catch that? That she's not just training her kids, but in the process of being a mom and seeking to love God with all of her strength, that God is training her. Wow. That is an amazing insight. She is being refined and molded and shaped by Jesus. Oh, that is so Good. Well, lastly, I want us to hear from a dad. And a lot of you don't know this guy yet, but you soon will. His name is Tyler Baquette. And Tyler is the newest member of our pastoral staff. You see, back before this whole COVID uh, 19, or this, yeah, COVID 19 thing started, uh, let, me, let me start that over, okay? <clears throat> lastly, I want us to hear from a dad. Some of you, you don't know him yet, but you soon will. His name is Tyler Baquette, and Tyler is the newest member of our pastoral staff. You see, back before this whole COVID-19 thing started, we hired Tyler to join our pastoral team, and that he was going to work with our youth department, along with Aaron Sabio, but he was also going to be our outreach pastor. You see, Tyler has a great gift in evangelism, and uh, he has led some 
big outreaches on public school campuses in his city. And we're really, really hoping that God opens up doors for him to do that here in North County as well. Well, before this outreach, or before this, uh, not outreach, but before this uh, pandemic started, we had hired um, uh, Tyler. Before this pandemic started, we had hired Tyler to come in, and he was going to take Matt Wythe's place, who who moved on. Um, But this whole thing slowed his moving process of him moving down here. He lives up in uh, Lompoc, California. And so this whole thing slowed the process, but, but God has now opened the door. They're going to be here June 22nd, and Tyler and his wife, Veronica, form an amazing team that I believe is going to be a great blessing to our youth, to our church, and our community. And so I asked Tyler, who is a young dad, to give our, our sort of our, our final word here on what it means to love God with all of our strength to the dads who are watching tonight. So here's Tyler Biquette. Hello, Calvary Vista family. This is Pastor Tyler here with my wife, Veronica. Hi. Our little girl, Presley, who's two years old. Hi. And our little guy, Knox, who's six months old. We're so excited to be down there and, and uh, be with you guys in June. We're so excited to see what the Lord is going to do. As we continue to talk about what it means to love God with our strength, Pastor Rob asked me to mention what that means practically as a father. And so I've got three eyes for, for you dads. Number one, be intentional. Uh, being a father of two kids, time seems to always be running out. There's a lot of different responsibilities we have. And so it's being intentional with our time, setting aside time to spend time with the Lord and to seek Him. It's been said that the most important thing about being a father is first being a son, being a son to our Heavenly Father. And as we're encouraged and equipped and discipled by God, it is then that we are empowered and enabled to disciple our children and our families. And so be intentional with our time. And with that, then in reflection, being intentional with our time with our kids, with our wives, and spending time with that and in loving them. So number one, be intentional. Number two, invest. Invest our resources. Whatever we have available to that, investing that for the use of the kingdom. We're pretty limited on resources, but my wife got me an espresso machine a couple years ago. And I love it when people come over. I love making them an Americano or a latte, sitting down at the table. And it's often been there over that cup of coffee that a lot of discipleship has taken place in our home. And so it's being resourceful and investing with our resources for the use of the kingdom. And also in reflection, investing in our kids, investing in our wives, depositing and investing God's word into them by praying with them, by reading to them, and by leading them in grace. So number one, be intentional. Number two, invest. And number three, include. Include the Lord with your gifts and your abilities. You know, I love Ephesians 2.10. One of my favorite verses says that we were created in Christ Jesus. We're referred to as his workmanship. And he's created us for good works. And so whatever God has gifted you with, whatever abilities he's given you, using those for God's kingdom, including him in it. You know, I love to surf. And I used to surf by myself all the time. But as I began to walk with the Lord, I realized, hey, I can use this time uh, to to really bring someone in here and, and use this as discipleship. And so it's inviting God in whatever gifts and abilities that he has given you, including 
him in it. And then including our kids and our families also in those giftings and abilities. So those three eyes, be intentional with our time, invest our resources for the kingdom's sake. And number three, include the Lord in everything that we do. And by doing so, we'll be loving God with all of our strength. And remember, we first have to take that position of receiving love from him first to love him in return. Love you guys. Can't wait to see you soon. All right. Great job, Tyler. I know a lot of you are thinking that that guy looks like he's 16. Uh, He actually is, I think he's about 25. Great, great young man. And I love the quote. I love what he said. I hope you guys caught it. That the most important thing about being a father is first being a son. And, you know, we've noted several times in this series that loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength really starts, don't miss this, it starts with realizing how greatly you have been loved by God. In other words, our loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength is merely a response to how much God has loved us. It's our response to loving him. It's, it's saying, God, I recognize what you've done in sending your son to die on the cross. For me. I, I recognize the life that you've given. I recognize that you call me your child. I recognize that you call me your own. And, and so, Lord, I want to respond by, by loving you with all of my muchness. And I love what Tyler says. Great insight for all the dads. That it means to be intentional with my time and my talents as it relates to my kids. That it means investing my time and my talents, my energy and my family, but also in the things that God puts before me. And then finally, including the Lord in everything that I do. Great, great insight. In other words, that it's all for the Lord. So we wrap this up tonight. As we see tonight that we are called to love God with all of our muchness. And again, to you, your muchness might not seem like it's that much. But God can do a lot with our little. When we simply set using our actions, our energy, and our talents to love him. And to reflect him, he can use all of that. The very thing that you might think is insignificant. The insignificant daily little things. God ends up using that for his glory and creates opportunities. Where we get an opportunity in in order to shine for him. And you know what? I think when we do that, when that becomes our mindset, when that becomes our outlook, there are no limits to what we can do and how God can use us.